You can listen to seasons two through four of Questions for Lennon, plus new episodes of season five now on Stitcher Premium. For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com slash Lennon and use the promo code Lennon. You'll get by with a little help from John Lennon. It's Questions for Lennon. Welcome to Questions for Lennon, the podcast where we answer questions sent in by you, our listeners. They can be, you know, you could be looking for advice. You could just be asking a question that you have coming, popping into your head. But don't worry, we're going to answer them all. I'm your host, former rock and roll guitarist John Lennon for the European rock band, The Beatles. Okay, I'm just joking. I'm not going to be that serious and slow the whole time. That's not what type of, you know, podcast this is. We don't give out, you know, sensual love advice. We give out fun advice. And I'm John Lennon, your host. All right, yeah, no, the, the look on my, you know, the look on my next guest's face, his furry little face was questioning. He was, what? What are we doing? I didn't. I didn't know this was that type. No. And now, I should say this. I mentioned his very little face, and it's the furriest one I've ever seen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the program my. He's been my guitar tech for years. He's a little gray mouse, and his name is Squeaks. Hello, Squeaks. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so great to have you here, John. It's always a pleasure to get to see you. How it's been a. I feel like it's been a, a year. It's been exactly. Since we last saw each it other. was exactly yeah. That's right because we were together on your birthday. That's right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and happy birthday. Thank you. Did you get everything you wanted? Um, I did. You know, being a little gray mouse, uh, I don't ask for much. Uh, just a popcorn curdle or two will do me fine. And uh, mom and dad gave it. To, you know, I'm so happy mom and dad are still on this earth with me. <laughs> they they sent me a couple popcorn curdles. <laughs> That's nice of them. You know, I've always wondered how, you know, how does um, how does a mouse mail anything? Because the the mail is probably that they make is so small. Can you get a small envelope? Is basically my question. Well, there are mouse stationery stores, but a lot of times right, we don't mouse stationery stores. A lot of times, and and they'll have mouse sized envelopes, mouse sized stamps, mouse sized um, erasers. But a lot of times, you know, being a mouse, what we can do is we can just. Tie something in our little tail, right? And then run up and down beams of wood, and and, and, because every you know every beam of wood is always connecting to another beam. (laughs) It's true. If you do the homework and do the math, every beam of wood attaches to another beam. That's right. And then a lot of times that will attach to a drain. Or to a pipe, right? Or to a street curb, sure. Or a little box of matches that you use for a, a boat. Well, I just got back from vacation where I... Oh, where did you go? Well, I, I was in a little box of mas- matches in a bathtub. That's wonderful! For me, that's the ocean. Oh, that's that's great because you know what's so great about that? You don't have to waste your time with sunscreen lotion. That's true. Uh, you know, if you notice, my fur is a little lighter. Right. So when I get it... It looks great. Mm, thank you. <laughs> now you hesitated. You don't think it looks good. Well, I like it darker. <laughs> really? Well, I'm the little... I, you know, people call me Squeaks, but I often introduce myself as just a little gray mouse. Right. And when my fur gets lighter, people kind of, huh? 
Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Are you, are you lying to me right yeah. to my face? Maybe a little light gray mouse. Right. They get upset that the word light right, isn't right. before gray yes. when I introduce myself. People can be real sticklers when it comes to mouse fur color. Do people have that with you, with your name? Do people, when they meet you, they feel like your name doesn't match your physical features? Sometimes, you know, because I'll say, hi, I'm John Lennon. They say, okay, well, that's great. I'll pull down my pants and start urinating in you. I say, I'm not that type of John. Oh, sure. I'm not a bathroom. Yeah. You know, it's short for Jonathan. Right. Or, or long for Joe. Yeah. Good thing um, I, I I often wonder uh, how W.C. Fields would do over in old England. Oof. He didn't do great. He would. I remember he would show up to Liverpool sometimes because he would always make a stop in Liverpool. For some reason, he wanted to go through that dirty, dingy, dusty town. Uh-huh. And he would step off his plane. At the Liverpool airport. <laughs> yes. In a brand, you know, crisp, very crisp striped suit. And everyone would say, well, he'd say, we'd say, who are you? We'd all yell. And, you know, we're grabbing our crotches because we, we drank so much uh, water and ale. And we, who are you? We can't find a bathroom. I'm Jeffy Sheep Field, you would say to us. And it just sounds like a field of water closets. That's right. Just so an entire field. Of we them. would we would almost you know get, uh, our eyes would sort of cartoonishly cha-ching into sort of a, a toilet shape, and we'd <laughs> run up to him and urinate all over him. He didn't like that. He, he hated it. Yeah. His, his trips to Liverpool are always very short. Well, he said his that famous quote, you know, the "Don't work with um, animals and children." Right. I heard he revised that on his deathbed and said, animals, children, and Liverpoolians yeah, well, who have to go to the bathroom. Well, he, he had every right to do it. It was disgusting what happened to him. But he kept, he kept coming back. You know, that sort of makes you crazy. If you do something expecting a different result over and over again. That's the definition of cuckoo caca. <laughs> Look it up. Well, now let me, let's go back here, Squeaks. When did I? I met you back in Hamburg, didn't I? Gosh, was it really that long ago? It was that long ago. Are we ago. that old? Ooh, well, uh, yes, we're getting old. <laughs> it's time to go casket shopping, I think, for the two of us. <laughs> I know. Hey, don't worry. It's okay to get dark here. Well, I really feel like I'm pushing it because the life expectancy of little gray mice is usually three years tops. But I've been around... For about 75 years. You're doing great. Well, well I, people I, ask me, and I, I say it's real simple. Three glasses of water every day right. that you soak in. Oh, now is that what us humans are supposed to be doing with our eight glasses of water? Should we be soaking in them and not drinking them? Yes, don't drink them. Uh, a you lot of times it it's good. Uh, you, well, it's uh, that old expression. Three soaks and you're good. Bloke. That's right. <laughs> you know, you hear these old expressions and you never know where they came from. That's great. Good thing us old timers are around. Old, yeah. 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 Somebody yeah, should we, write these down. We met in uh, Hamburg. I remember I went, uh, I saw, what was the band again? The Beatles? The Beatles. Yeah. I went and saw the Beatles. Uh, it slips my mind too. In a, 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 a basement club. I know. The, ca- the Cavern Club, we called it. We, we call- called it that. It was not called that. Yeah, we called it the Basement Club. Right. Uh, for the alliteration. Basement Club. Dude, we wanted to keep going all the way through the end of the alphabet. And I went there because there was just a lot of crumbs on the ground. Well, you know, you never find... 
if I could generalize, and I hate to do it, but my, all mice love crumbs. I don't think you'd meet any mouse that would say, no, hey, wait, no, we well, don't. Well, some nights I feel like it's the crumbs that like us because we're surrounded by them so much and often. But the club was a good place to go to because um, we refer to humans who drop a lot of crumbs as crumb givers. I remember that. Uh, that is exactly how we met. I remember standing in the... The WC, uh, you know, adjusting my suit because I was going to be on stage. You know, you can't go out with a crumpled, wrinkled. My suit was my suit coat was on backwards was the problem. So I turned it around and I heard from down below, "You're looking good, crumb dropper." And I, what? I and I looked up. I don't know why, but I looked up and I figured a crumb would drop on me. Well, I think it was the acoustics in the bathroom were it was a, were very strange. And it was so a, a lot great, of times stuff from the floor would sound like from the ceiling and vice versa. I would tell the manager we got to move this concert into the bathroom. The acoustics are something oh, else. Amazing, yeah, yeah. But he said there's not enough room. So <laughs> I was just at the club. Purely for the crumbs. Right. And then I remember seeing you guys up on stage playing La La Looney. Can you believe it? La La Looney, pass me that balloony. And uh, maybe we'll be swept away. You remember every lyric. Of course. Wow. It was the first song I heard. And I was always disappointed that never ended up on one of your um, albums by the um, shit. The, um, the Rolling Stones? No. Mm. It was your band. Herman's Hermits. Oh, my, uh, the Beatles. Yes, it right. was never yes. on an album by the Beatles. I'm so humble. I never think anyone's talking about our band. If, if, if you ever listened to them, I, not a lot of people have, I don't think. Uh, I'm a passing fan, even though <laughs> I was your guitar tech and worked on all the albums. Yeah, your, your attitude at work sometimes, we can tell. Well, it's also one of those things, do you want a fan hanging out with you all the time. I knew my place. I knew uh, that if I was hanging out, right, just blowing up your skirt the whole time, mm-hmm. you guys would go, you know what, we, don't, we want a guitar tech, not a fan. Right. You know, we're wasting so much pen ink here signing autographs for this little gray mouse. What's the point of it? Every little scrap he finds, he wants us to autograph. Yeah. But I hey, didn't do that. Hey, this is, the, this is the, you know, guitar pick that broke in half. Can you sign it? Is that your squeaks impression? Well, yeah. Oh, I'm very flattered. We all did one. Really? Yeah. Okay, I remember walking into the room once, and everybody got really quiet. And I couldn't tell. Were you guys doing all your, your squeaks impressions? We were doing it. Yes, that's exactly right. It was during Let It Be when we were recording that. And I said, well, squeaks, let us be. And you said, let it be? That's a good name for it. I'm like, oh, fine, whatever stops this. I was the inspiration for uh, a lot of um, Beatles songs. That's right. Well, remember that time we put you inside that banana and put you in the tub? <laughs> you, <laughs> yes. You were in a little yellow it submarine. The, it was the yellow submarine That's right. <laughs> and you didn't mind it. I mean, you, you came up with half of those lyrics. Yeah, because you boys were partying, hardying too much. Sometimes I felt like I was a... Uh... Did you feel like the school mom who always had to clean up for us? Well, I would have to clean up, and then I would have to say, boys, time to get back into practice. But you loved how I tuned your guitar. Oh, you did it great. Um, no one knew, None of us knew how to tune a guitar. Still don't. I'll just say this. Four words. It takes a mouse. 
it takes a mouse to do those things because the strings are so fine. Right. The knobs that you use to tune the strings are so delicate. A human hand doesn't have the touch for it. You need a tiny mouse hand to really get right into the A-flat that you wanted that stopped right there. And I have perfect pitch, my squeaks. Yes. I have perfect pitch. Name a note and I'll give you the squeak. Name a note. Uh, th- this is always my word. You know, I can never remember the notes. Uh, well, a lot of times they're just letters. Right. No, I know that. <laughs> I'm a musician. I'm a, a, a world-renowned guitar player. Oh, a note. Uh, R. No, no that's, I knew it was wrong. It's usually the first seven letters of the alphabet. A, B, A. Okay. Eep. Well, I'm looking at my auto tuner that I have here in my pocket. Yes, that's exactly right. Those it's are amazing. the end of my career. The guitar tuners, the, uh, the automatic guitar tuners. Oh, my God. It's like I'm the, um, I'm the auto mechanic who's been replaced by a um, clear cube that can fix cars. <laughs> a clear gas-filled cube. What are the, that's the, you know, I have a lot of mechanic friends, and they've been losing jobs left and right to these gas-filled cubes. I'll see them sometimes. I'll go into a bar, and I'll see a bunch of you know surly fellows hunched, hobbled <laughs> over their drinks. What's wrong with you? I'll say, anytime I see anyone down in the luck, stranger or not, I'll slap them on the back and say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Hopefully they you know spring to life and tell me in a polite manner. That is rarely the case. Yeah, a lot of times there'll be three sheets to the wind. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. And they'll say, got replaced by a cube. Macko. Tobacco? Is that what you said? <laughs> I said Macko, but they, <laughs> they, they figure my name is Macko Tobacco. And then, you know, you have to say what would lead you to think that I'm not smoking a cigarette. I'm, I'm John Lennon. I'm not Paul McCartney. Right. It would be, make more sense to call Macko. Exactly. And they say, sorry, my brain's a little fried here. My, I've been replaced by a cube. All right, let's get to the first question. It starts off with, I really, really need some advice while you come to the right place. Thank I, you. I just, I just moved to a big city. I do want to say right now I'm speaking as this person who wrote it. I didn't move to a big city. I've been living in New York City all my life. So I should. My adult life. You've been living in New York City. Sure. Um, oh, there's that famous poster of you where you're wearing the shirt that says New York City on it. I believe I've seen that. Hanging up in dorms before. Right. It, you can find it in a dorm or a Spencer's. A Spencer's gift. Spencer's gift. Um, uh, I had a friend who told me that once she invited a guy over to her dorm room okay. after a date for a little hooking up. Mm. And he saw her John Lennon New York City shirt poster. And he said, that's awesome. I love Howard Stern. <laughs> And she, oh no! And she decided not to <laughs> not make out with him. This yeah. isn't hookup material. Yeah, she was like, "Not this guy." Oh, good for her. Howard Stern. I wish. I wish I could have Howard Stern's career. I he, think if most people were given the choice between John Lennon's career mm-hmm. or Howard Stern's, right? They the, choose the Stern. What do they go? What does he go by these days? The King of Zing. The King. Well, I, there was another king of Zing who uh, sued him, and really? so legally he can't use that name. Oof. So it's Zing with six eyes. 
a king of zing. Precisely. That many eyes makes an E. All right, here we go. I really need some advice. I just moved to a big city a couple of years ago, and I'm still not acclimated to it. I thought that I would have started to love this place by now, but I don't quite yet. The city is Boston, by the way. I know you're a big NYC guy. Please don't avoid my question because of it. Send Ringo my love. Of course I will. From Gage LaGreca. Oh, that's a, that's a wonderful name, Gage. I like that name. Gage LaGreca. You mind if I use it for a weekend? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm asking really no one. I don't care if Squeaks, if you care, if yo, you're not going to let me or not let me use Gage LaGreca. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, John. Thank you. You know, I've always liked that attitude about you. Well, you would say, I remember you'd say, hey, make this, can you tune this A string into an F? Yep. And I'd say, anything you want, John. And you went on to have one of the worst concerts of your career. Oh, we tried to play the White Album live with, you know, disrupted instruments. It was a mistake. But to your credit, you you said that was that was me. You as John said that was me, not you saying that was me as in squeaks. Right. Whew. This weekend I'll be saying that was me as Gage LaGreca. All right, let's get to the question. So you you live in the city for a couple you live in Boston now for a couple of years, you feel you aren't acclimated. Bean town. Well try the beans. That I think that's what Squeak's trying to say. Yeah, I I've only been to Boston once. Mm-hmm. But I went out of my mind on beans. Did you ever find one so big you could roll on top of it? Yeah, you know how people will do that with logs? It, how well, they'll run on the logs and have the log ro- roll underneath their feet. Right, and then eat it. <laughs> I did that with a bean. I went wow. from the edge, one edge of Boston, to the other, <laughs> running on a bean the whole time. That's not easy because the street system is very confusing. There's no grid. Right. Um there's no grid system in Boston. So it's tough to find your way around, especially when you're rolling on a bean. I but guess, Gage, I, my advice here would be try to find the bean rolling, any type of bean rolling in, in Boston and see if that's your thing. Relative to your size, of course. Right. Now, hopefully, I assume this person is the size of a mouse. I assume. I assume that from the beginning. But that's just me. I mean, can you say projection much? Squeaks, come on, you, you got to in- open up your mind. Not everybody is a mouse like you. I mean, I'm looking at you, John. You're not a mouse. I'm not a mouse. Sometimes I can be mousy if, you know, I'm in a situation where I feel like, you know, I don't need to be so boisterous. Sure. I'm feeling shy. Yeah. I want to get into a, a hole of Swiss cheese. Well, I've always resented that um you know, that use of the word mousy, right. meaning shy, right. or a, a wallflower, because a lot of us mice are very uh, outgoing. Right. No, I've noticed that with you and some of your pals. Well, I w- remember when I brought over Bricks, mm-hmm. and he's a wild man. <laughs> he still owes me money for some of the damage he did in my apartment. Well, he chewed. He, ch- he chewed. He chewed my head right while I was sleeping. But that I'm willing to let go because that healed itself. But you know what didn't heal? The toaster he chewed on. Yeah, well, he, he paid for that. <laughs> yeah, it is crumpled up teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you mean, oh, my God, Squeaks? What are you talking about? It's just so sad. It's so sad because, you know, he loved it. He's the only mouse I've ever known that would eat corn on the cob, and those days are over for him. 
Because he chewed on my metal, my metal uh, toaster. God. You know, he, he lives his own life. And I'm, you know, again, no I love Bricks. He's a great friend yeah. of mine. But it's just, he makes these choices and he expects all of us to, right. you know. Take him to the dentist. All right. Take him like to the Bricks, dentist. I can't take you to the dentist every time you have a rendezvous with the toaster, babe. Uh, but yeah, if you're in Boston, I guess, yeah, roll around on a big bean. Uh, when you get to the other side of the city, eat the bean. Um, I went to a little out-of-the-way bar while I was in Boston that might help this uh, man get more acclimated to the city. Oh, well, what is it? It was called Cheese. I went to it because I thought it said Cheese. It was Cheers. Oh, Oh my! Right from the from uh, the George Went Show. Yes, uh, I think in America people knew it as the George Went Show was the title. But in in my little underground hole that I live with many of my family members, uh-huh. we got it as Cheers. Oh right, right, right. But I was walking down the street on my hind legs. You're surprisingly <laughs> tall when you get on those hind legs. By the way. It's it's disconcerting for people I know because I look very small when I'm on all four legs, right. and then I get on my back hind legs and I grow to six feet. <laughs> You're just a long mouse. That's all it is. And I saw the sign "Cheers." Mm-hmm. Now you know I have that stigmatism in my eye where I drop R's. Right. You know, I've sides. taken you, I've taken the optometrist many times. You mean the optometrist? Right. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because I dropped the R there. Right, 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 right. I, so, I, you know what I just did? I hadn't listened to the last thing you said very closely. And I didn't think of the spelling of that word. Well, I saw the, the cheer sign, but because there, I didn't see the R, I thought it said che- it was misspelled as cheese. Right. I it, so I said, get, that's, get you, me you, in there. You dr- yes, you have, your astigmatism drops R's and adds E's after S's. It's very specific. No, I do. I don't wish for well, your life at all. Well, and the stigmatism—if there was ever a time it was going to get me in a jam, it was looking at this cheer sign because it perfectly made it look like cheese. Right. So I go in there. I march right in on my hind legs, tall and, as can be, and I say, "Well, let me at it. I'm a mouse, and I'm hungry, and I want some cheese." Mm-hmm. And they said, "The sign says cheers, you." And then I'll never forget. They said. You scumbag. <laughs> they call me a no, scumbag. No, that's awful. Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> so don't go to that bar. I don't know why I'm telling this man yeah. to go to that bar. It sounds like a... Gage, stay on the bean. Get out and roll Just around on, on the bean. bean. Yeah. Stay on, on the, the bean. bean. Give it a few more years. I, I say live there until you're 60 years old, and then if you want to move, move. All right, hope that helped, Gage. <laughs> All right, here's another question. <clears throat> Hi, I'm John. I'm loving this. I'm loving these questions. Are you having fun giving advice out? Eep! <laughs> That's Folks, the sound I make when I'm having right. fun. He's, he's having a lot of fun. He's dancing around. If you hear any type of tapping, you probably won't because his feet are so small, but he's tapping around. He's having a great I'm time. I'm sta- standing in a little uh, a bottle cap. Right. I know that. You got it, and you're moving it around. That's what's making the tapping noise. Sometimes I'll pick up the bottle cap and use it as a little, like, you know, um, when people do the have a straw hat and sing, hello, my baby. You know, they kind right. of wave it on their head. There, there was a frog who did that in the cartoons. Yeah, there was. Oh, no. Less said, the better. 
We are not on good terms. Wow. Well, you know what? That that leads us to this next question because it has sort of an animated Mm. part of it. Is it from Bart Simpson? (laughs) I wish. If I could get him on the show... My God. Good luck. Yeah, good, good luck. luck getting him to go anywhere. He won't leave his house. He won't. Well, he won't leave the, the pen. Hi, John Lennon. Have you ever seen the film Space Jam 1996? If so, what did you think about it? If not, why not? Hmm. I, I don't know if that... Oh, we'll get to that <laughs> part in a second. I think it's very good and that you would like it. Have a nice day. I promise I won't tell Yoko about this email. Thank you. Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Nick M. No, no, no. You're not reading it, though. You're just hearing it. So now you hear dropped R's and added E's. All right. So what did you think? That's IT. You are IT. You are 100% IT. Right, right, right. Yes, I'm right. (laughs) So now you're not saying R's. We and need to you take you to more than from the beginning of this interview. Yes, from this show, right? You'll notice I've done that the entire, entire time. Lucky for you, I don't have that type of time to go back and listen to this. <laughs> Me neither. All right. So, have I seen the movie Space? What did I think about it? I think this is a mis misspelled sentence. If not, why not? Yeah. Well, that's okay. You, you know, I, some people flub. It's cool. It's fine. It sounded cool. It had a rhythm. Yeah. If not, why not? Oh, that would be a good song if title. If not, why not? Give well, me cheese. If not, why not? And a cracker too, please. I've got guests coming over. They'll be here at eight. I hope none of them are late. <laughs> yeah, I think perfect. that would be a good that's song. Good. That's just as good as Jealous Guy. You did... <laughs> You did exactly what you did in the Beatles recording group. You started us off, yep. and we got going. I would start you off, and then I'd say, take it from here, boys. Yes. And I'd walk backwards out of the room, and then I'd get into my car and drive backwards home. Well, remember that one time? <laughs> you got in very few accidents for, for a, for a human-sized car. <laughs> a mouse driving backwards. Well, the time I put most of the time in tying those little blocks to my feet so I could reach the pedals. Yeah, right. That makes that, that was the the real time consuming thing. Driving backwards was easy. It was a it was like it was a cinch. No one says it's a cinch it anymore. It was literally a cinch. You'd have to cinch it up. I remember one time you were walking backwards out of the recording room and you bumped right into a young Michael Jackson, and he said, "Hey, what's that type of dance move?" And you said, you said I, I remember exactly. You tossed your hands up and said, I don't know, the moonwalk out of my way. Well, that would go on to be a very famous uh, dance move. I, bu- I ran into Michael again, also walking backwards. Right. At, a, in a, at, at the 85 Grammys. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember they had the uh, Grammys that year. I thought maybe they didn't. And he said... Squeaks, do you hate me? He he went, Squeaks, do you hate me? Right. Because he thought I would be upset that he, and I said, no, Michael, thank you. Right. Because that would have just began and ended with me walking backwards. Right, the, you wouldn't, the, the world Beatles. wouldn't see it. You're such a, you've got such a big heart that so way. So I said, thank you, and, um, and then he molested me. Oh, no. I, I don't do well, all right hold on let's get back to this email yeah, I'm sorry I we don't, don't need to it. talk yeah. about you know that have you seen Space Jam 1996 right 
Now, is that the title? Uh, as far as I'm led to believe, yes. Um, I, I, I have seen it. Have you seen it? I see. I've seen half of it. I saw it in the theaters, and right before they they started to get into the anim, the space world, I said, "All right, hold on. I got. I need popcorn if it's going to be going off in outer space." <laughs> right, right. You're speaking my language. Yeah, <laughs> you're speaking my language. <laughs> So I went out into the I went out into the concessions area, sure. the lobby, sure. and I said, you know, one popcorn for me. I was very low energy that day. I had a, a co- I was coffee crashing, you know, because I had a coffee early in the morning, and then yep. ooh, I'm down. I didn't get my afternoon coffee. I'll I said, have that when I drink a thimble of coffee. No, come on, because you're so small. Yep. I said one popcorn, please. Just make it small. And all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. I've been to concessions a thousand times before, but I saw the light was just hitting the popcorn machine just so. And I said, well, that seemed, how does, that's interesting. I had never looked at it in this, maybe this angle, this light. The popcorn pops, how does that work? And I jumped over the, the counter. <laughs> and at first the guy said, you can't do that. And I said, why not? Who's around? And he said, you're right. Do, do anything you want. And I started looking at it and figuring out the popcorn heats up and it pops off the side. And all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm serving popcorn and drinks to the next movie coming in. And I'm loving it. Have a great day. Don't get the kernels stuck in your teeth. There's a, you know, a drugstore around the corner after the movie. Get yourself some floss. Get those kernels out of there. I missed the entire rest of Space Jam, but I'll tell you, it was the best time I've ever had in the movie theater. This sounds like you had a real hoot. It was great. Uh, I just was so with. I loved the mechanics of did, it all. Were the was the theater? They were happy. Obviously, they had a they had an extra an employee. Well, it yeah. never came up. <laughs> did you go back ever? Did they want you to come back and keep serving? No, they said they. I said thank you so much for having me. They said would you come back? And I said I don't think I need to do that again. I got everything out of it. Right. I'm a fucking rock star. Well, I don't you're you're a wanderer, John. You always have been. You you have one experience and then you move on to the next. Right. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. So you only saw the, the, the maybe the first 20 minutes. Right. I remember Michael Jordan being on a golf course is kind of the only thing I remember. Um, that, it's most of the movie. Oh, it, he goes into space much. and plays? Well, the la- if, I, if I remember correctly, I don't think he goes into space until like the last 10 minutes. Oh. And probably 90% of the movie is him playing 18 holes of golf. Hmm. Um, In real time, mm-hmm. slow golf happening with yes. bugs buddy. and, and Daffy. <laughs> with bugs and also with Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, it's a Bugs Bunny life. You know, I, I remember actually seeing it because um, it was 1996 and Ooh. I was on the campaign trail with uh, Mr. Clinton. Right. For his reelection. Right. And he said... He was like, he said, squeaks. Were you tuning his sax at that time, or had you gotten away from tuning saxophones? I was tuning his sax, <laughs> so was Monica. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to I say love it. it. No, I love when you get political. <laughs> and he said, I said, Mr. President, do you want me to tune your sax? Yeah. And he went, yeah. <laughs> I said, great. <laughs> and then he's like, I was like, I know you've been stressed on the campaign trail. Right. Anything I can do, Mr. President, tune your sax, sax your tune. I even said that. Wow. Did he, did he understand what that meant? No. Right. And neither did I, so I was glad he didn't right. take me up on it. I love, I love when I say something that makes no sense and people don't hear it, <laughs> and it just goes away. You get, you get to it do helps. a 
long wipe your back of your hand across your forehead and slop it out. Got away with one. Go ahead. And uh, well, well, I don't have um, poor sweat pores, right? So I don't perspire. So it all just comes out in the bottom of your feet. So, yeah. So sometimes, I'll, if you see me wiping the bottom of my feet, right. I'm like, phew. Right. Yeah. A lot of people think you just walk through mud, and I'm like, I wish. I'm just getting very nervous. <laughs> uh, you know, that's when you say, that's when you use this great line: "The less you know, the better." <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> That'll get you out of many jams. So Bill said, "I need a break from this campaign. Right? It's too hard." <laughs> Let's catch a movie. Right. You got to relax. And I said, sure, Bill, whatever you want. So he put me in his pocket, um, his shirt pocket, not his pants pocket. Right. Because then you'd get hit in the head with car keys. Yeah, or Monica's hand. (laughs) I love it. I love the political (laughs) stuff that comes out of you, Squeaks. You should really do it. I'm not talking about Monica Lewinsky, mind you. Who are you talking about? Monica from Friends. (laughs) Oh, the character. There yep. was a time when Courtney Cox used to go out in public as Monica. She would only answer that name. It was very strange, wasn't it? I liked it because I liked the character, so, mm-hmm. and I didn't care for the human being, Courtney oh. Cox. So you was, knew her, too. I did. I Let's just say I preferred Monica. She was, if, <laughs> I see, she was, I, I do remember this, you got mad at her that one time because you were both at a Springsteen concert and she stepped on your head to get on stage because you were just about to get I up was there. Just, he was just about to grab my paw. Right. And let's be reasonable. If you're Bruce Springsteen and you had a choice between dancing with a beautiful young woman right, or a little mouse who's been alive since the 40s, <laughs> who are you going to pick? Who are you going to call? Squeaks. Squeaks. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. Ten times out of ten, I'm pulling my friend Squeaks up and to hell with, well, thank with you. Chandler's old girlfriend. Yeah, I called her that once. And she got very I could, I could imagine she'd tear a room apart. So me, Courtney Cox as Monica, right. and President Bill Clinton <laughs> went to Space Jam, 1996. And halfway in, I'm like, President Clinton... You're supposed to be debating Bob Dole right now. There's a debate that you're expected at, and that's why. That's why Bob Dole in that one debate was doing all those impressions and off-the-cuff riffery. Because he had to fill. He had to fill time. You and stretch, then, stretch. And then remember Bill Clinton came running in, halfway in, panting. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember his first line. It's Monica's fault. <laughs> I remember. Right. I remember his his staff said that was probably the worst thing you could say because he never explained what Monica he was talking about. No, and everybody later assumed it meant Lewinsky, but I'm here today to let you know that when President Clinton at the 96 debate said it's Monica's fault, he was talking about Courtney Cox's I'm sorry, I'm During laughing. T- no, because <laughs> when you're in the, when you clear those types of situations, all you got to do is laugh. And it's well, I'm interesting. not laughing about the anecdote. I was remembering. I watched um, When Nature Calls this morning, so oh, I was laughing. What a film. I, hey, I wouldn't step out of a movie theater to serve popcorn no, for that one. No, not for that one. No way. Well, all right, Nick M., I hope that helps. Hey, 
All right, Squeak, here's a question that's actually come through before. It's, I've, I've sort of switched my mind on it. Uh, the question, just to keep you updated, Dear John, I've been working at my job for over a year now, and they still haven't given me a raise. Should I quit my job or stick with it? Love, AJ. You know, I initially told you, stick with it. They're going to see you work. And then I went back and said, no, get out of there. You take what's yours. You gotta, if they don't want you around, give, give you a raise, you'd leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you've been up to, AJ, since you've you've heard this, but you got to go back. You can't not have a job. You're out there. You're eventually going to – any amount of money given to you is going to be fine. You can't not work. AJ, how are you expected to feed your family? Please. Keep a roof over their head. Please. Keep the shirts on your kids' backs. Go back to work, AJ. Keep a dress, a dress on your wife. If you don't have the money, your wife is going to walk around naked through the grocery store. And why is she even there? What she can, can she buy anyway? She doesn't have any money. Yeah, she's just walking around naked with an empty cart. Unless she has a job. Does she age? I don't know. I don't know enough, but I do want to say. Who knows if he's even married? Exactly. Yeah. Who knows if he's a he? I don't, AJ could be a girl's name, AJ too. AJ could be Arnold Jacobson, a, a woman. That's well, true. Words have never been smoking squeaks. So you know, see if you can get back into that job. Don't be too big for it. You need to get paid, and you need to make a living. All right. Well, so hopefully that helps you, AJ. We love you, AJ. We love you. We want you just to be safe and be happy. That's all we wanted for anyone. Oh, but if you, when you go back to your job, throw some compliments around. It helps, kind of. Uh, It'll help break the ice returning to a job you quit. Well, I suggested doing a f- trying to push for a funny hat day. Mm-hmm. That might make the hours just melt away if you're wearing something fun on your head. Yeah, like a, a, a snake. As a, as a real snake as a hat or a hat that looks like a snake? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, a hat that looks like a snake. Thank God. I, I would think you would be terrified of snakes. <laughs> Married a snake. <laughs> that spun some heads in the family. I could, yeah. That was a when tough. That was a wild wedding. Yeah. Well, we're divorced now. We're still friends, but when we walked down the aisle, I remember there was some. Let's just say some stink eyes given my way walking down the aisle with a snake. People saying, "Don't you know, snakes have eaten us nigh on all these years." And I said, "That's you. That's not me. That's your problem. That's not my problem. I love this snake." Mm-hmm. And you know, we put a blonde wig on her. So she looked beautiful on her wedding day, right? So, yeah, AJ, I mean, that's a bit of advice for you, too. You got to follow your heart and and screw what everyone else thinks, Mm -hmm. be it marrying a snake or the job that you want. Screw everything else and screw everyone else before you walk down that aisle. It's a little advice. All right. Here's a question. Another one. Hey. How you doing, Squeaks? Very good. Hi, John. <laughs> Squeaks, you, dro- you dropped your tiny cell phone. Is it okay? It broke in half. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. Well, now you got two of them. Hi, John. My name is Nolan Jones, and I'm from Hotwell, Georgia. Well, good for you. My question is, what's your favorite love song? Hmm, that's a good question. Yes, that now, is a good one. John, are you going to... Delve into your own library no, of songs. No, I, I promised if I ever You've got written to... some good ones. I've written some great ones. Correction, I've written some great ones. <laughs> Sorry, master. That's all right. That's all right. You, you, you know better. I remember one time I, 
I I referred to your songs as only good, and you lifted your foot above me and said, "All I have to do is step down." Right, you little shit. I said in an instant. I made that. I saw sort of a mantra in the room. In an instant. And then you went instant karma, instant. Somebody grab me my piano. <laughs> instant karma's gonna get you. Hmm. Hmm. Was that not the first? That was the first line of that song. You know, I haven't listened to some. I haven't songs listened forever. to that song, and I haven't listened to music in so long. Oh. You know, when you live in that world for as many years as I did, you just get burnt out Ugh. on music. Yeah, which this note has to go after that note, uh. and and if there's not a drum beat, everyone's gonna lose their mind. Okay. Do you know what music sometimes to me is? What? Rain hitting the window. I felt the same way. You know what music can be sometimes to me? Hmm. A watermelon getting cut in half. Oh, I bought, you should pick it up. I bought up an entire record of watermelons being cut in halves. It's called. That's that's a couple of of oranges falling down. Right. Yeah. Keep going. Hand over the watermelon. Keep passing those oranges over. Now that could be that could be a hit single. I mean it. The way this music industry's gone, why not? Hearing that, I don't know if I want to dance or eat. Yeah, really, <laughs> or both. Hey, if you want to dance and eat, that's up to you. That's up to you. But if you do it at the same time with a bowl of spaghetti, you're gonna make a mess. Come on, baby. Let's do the twist and eat a twist cone from McDonald's. <laughs> right, right. Come on, baby. Back ribs. Let's eat twist cones and ba- baby back ribs. This is good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what's your favorite love song? My John? favorite love song, it's by um, Advice. What? <laughs> this is good advice. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about some of these questions. They're not all going to be advice. Some of them are just questions. Sure, sure. It's questions that, you you know, I knew this person. Uh, uh, who was, what's his name again? <laughs> He's from Georgia, I can tell you that much. I knew Nolan Jones. I knew he, this is an honest question. He wants to know, well, John Lennon and his friend Squeaks, the guitar tech, what they think their favorite love songs is. What they think their favorite love songs is. They don't. <laughs> we don't have to know. We don't have to know. They just have to think. Yeah. One of my favorites is Kiss Me on the Lips Under the Moonlight Honey, and it's by uh, uh, Whisker Dillon. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Whisker Dillon. D-I-L-L-O-N. Not, uh, not Bob Dylan's name tag. But that was Bob Dylan's Mouse. cat? Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> don't mention cats. Not around whiskers. Now, I know I said I, would men- I married a snake. I would never marry a cat. Hmm. Because you'd fear for your life more so. Oh, I'm allergic. (laughs) Why do you laugh when you say that? (laughs) It seems like you're up to something tricky over there. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) You're always very tricky. I love some of the pranks you used to play on us. Well, us and um, the... um Band. I'm so sorry. I, oh, the Beatles. The Beatles. Right. I remember when when we would get together, the pranks we would pull, oh. the jokes we would make, mm-hmm. the merry we would 
make uh, make right um <laughs> the thing is it's like if you remember it you weren't really there right <laughs> right for the pranks we made if you can remember you know if you happen to remember me putting a bucket of water uh, underneath Paul while he slept you weren't there the 60s people talk about the music the drugs right the counterculture a lot of it was just pranks a lot of it was pranks and a lot of it was saying I'm sorry about the pranks because we pulled some bad ones that's the thing back in the 60s we used to pull a prank everyone would yeah but you had the decency to say I'm sorry I'm sorry about Take that prank hat in hand I'm sorry about the prank but you know it was funny you know what prank in the 60s we never got an apology for the moon landing oh, just that, saying that, fi- that, uh, that short film Mm-hmm. Should have won the Oscar that year, yeah, I thought. Yeah, best short, best hoax. Yeah, right. If they had a c- category that was best hoax. I, uh, isn't it suspicious? Now, now listen to me here. I'm, I'm not a you know whistleblowing type guy. I'm not a mm-hmm. conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But isn't it interesting that the Academy Award contingency sure. got rid of the best hoax category in 1960? And what, what did we, convenient. what movie did, right, very convenient, a mm. very convenient truth. Sorry, Al Gore, for slightly taking a yeah. title. But it, it, it's something you got to look out for. I haven't heard that song, though, by um, the, <laughs> what was the? Whisker Dylan. <laughs> yes. It's great. You know, kiss me under the moonlight, mm. baby. Don't you want to see me happy? And if you give me a kiss, I'll hug you around the back. Mm. And how does the rest of it go? And we'll tumble in the grass into the river and float away. Oh, that's not. Right, was was a that picture. a contemporary of yours, or did it inspire you to get into songwriting? Uh, that 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 was a contemporary of my great great grandfather. Mm, so right. it's an old song. Oh, very old, mm-hmm. very old. What about you, Squeaks? You must have a favorite love song. Well, I don't want to seem like I'm kissing your ass here, John. Don't. But my favorite song was the one you wrote. Um, I believe it was on uh, Sergeant Pepper's. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ray, did you get my Valentine? I remember when you wrote that in the studio, all of me and the rest of the Beatles were crying. We it had just us. we had just all read Fahrenheit 451, and we said we got to write a love letter to this guy. He's Ray Bradbury was such a an inspiration. The idea of burning books to us was a genius move. I'm pro book burning, right? Sometimes I get into hot water for that, mm. but I say I'm a mouse. I can't read. Right, it's just for you, it's just more something to burn. Yeah, well, in all honesty, I wish I could eat them. Oh, well, that's something new, a mouse eating a book. So when I, I've, heard of, I've heard of people devouring books because they're so good, but eating them because they taste so good. Well, a lot when we, when we would burn books, I right. would say, hey, uh, make that well done. <laughs> yeah, and most every author saying, hey, I'm trying my best to make it well done, but, you know, writing is a hard business. Writing is a hard business, writing they would is, say. Writing is very hard, the business of it. And it is a business. Don't mm, be fooled. Yes, Don't yes, be fooled. Yes, yes. Uh, what? Oh, there's another song that I love so much. Mm-hmm. It, um, a love song. Mm. It's called "Don't Forget to." It's called "Don't Forget to Suck Me Off." 
All right, cut that. <laughs> All right, that'll do. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for us. Squeaks, do you have any? Do you have anything to to plug, to promote? Oh yes, um, uh, my son uh, is uh, has been dabbling in. Um, uh, Filmmaking. Oh, and uh, he's he's got. Now is this Marty or, or Riff? Riff. Riff. I love Riff. You know, he's always since I've known him, he's been such a very creative. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, he would he would ball up you know little pieces of twine and say, "This is you, Mister Lennon." I was, it doesn't look anything like me, but the idea the of doing something yeah. right. And that was when he was very young. Right. <clears throat> um, he was what? Was he thirty five when he was thirty five? Right. Human years old. But he's a documentary filmmaker, Ooh. and he's um, uh, uh, sorry to promote my son, not no, me, but that's, I'm an old that's, man, that's and I just want to see my son uh, become the next Michael Mouse Moore. Ooh. In our world, we have a Michael Moore, but he's a mouse. You have counterparts for every human being. Yep. It's always nice. Yep. Just as I have a human counterpart. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Squeaks hu- the human Malungi. That's right. Um, he's got a documentary uh, that he put on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, heads up, it's it's in five parts. Each part is two hours long. Wow! So it's it's extensive, but the subject is very interesting. So I think um, people should should watch it. Okay, that's great. No, wait, now, hey, wait a minute. I need to ask what the subject of this is. What? What the subject of the documentary is. Oh, it's uh, the Beatles anthology. Well, you know, I'll watch that. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And, you know, it's so nice to see you. And, John, if you need me to tune anything before I go, I'm happy to get my little pause in there. And Well, you can tune a fish. But you, but can't, you can't tune, tune a, a piano. piano. Good luck out there, everyone. Thank you.